Hey, welcome to Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this week, we've got a great episode for you. We talk all about video games, favorite glitches and levels and games and all that sort of thing. We talk about alcohol because peanut butter is delicious. And we talk about some nonsense race car maneuvers that happened very recently. It's going to be great. With uh, Without any further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Tabletop Trio. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been quite some time. It's been a while, but welcome to Tabletop Trio. I am Bob. I'm Joe. I'm tired. And <laughs> we've got a great show for you. It's uh, It's been a while, uh, so we apologize for that. We've all been uh, really busy with like a whole bunch of other, you know, other stuff running around, uh, taking trips and, and all that fun stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a great show lined up. 4am watch in the chat. Hello. Welcome. Um, yeah, we got a great show ahead for you. We got a whole bunch of different like news and that kind of stuff. And one of the most insane video game moves I've ever seen pull off in real life. Uh, we'll get to that soon as well. So I know Joe, you had a whole bunch of stuff. I got a list. Uh, do we want to start off with, uh, what, what me and you have been doing? Yeah, might in, as well. In between, that was kind of like uh, uh, while Bronson was gone, um, doing all business trip stuff. No, I was gone on vacation for the past couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tomorrow is back to the business trips. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, so while, while Bronson was gone, me and Bob started playing a game called A Way Out. Correct? It Correct. was so much fun. It's stupid. Uh and yeah. get the ASMR. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a game I wasn't actually thinking I would enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, like this the style of the game, because um, it doesn't feel like it's technically hard in any aspect. At least not yet. It's very more story. It's definitely like a story game. Yeah, or like like I guess it, it's basically a cutscene that you play. Pretty much, you're, you're, yeah. Is, is one way to describe it, like it's, heavy rain, or um, I don't know if it's heavy rain because I didn't play heavy rain. I didn't either. It, it's similar, I feel, to like you know the Telltale games, like the Walking Dead Telltale kind of I games. I know of them, but I've never played one. So it's like you get to move a little bit, but like there is a puzzle that you have to figure out, and then mm-hmm. there'll be a cutscene that initiates you doing a thing. Then you're trying to do the thing, and then. It's the next puzzle you'll have. Like, it's kind of open, but not really open. You can't do anything that you want to do. You have to basically follow along with the story. Um, Sounds like the old Myst games. It's similar. So, it's like, I wasn't going in it like, oh, this is going to be, like, my favorite game and it'll be fun. Um, But... I get because really with those type of games, it's who you're playing with and like what you're doing. It's like just the bullshit conversations. Hi, I like chaos. Yeah, <laughs> hi, I like chaos. And my character was like chaotic, and I was like, Bob, it's I have to. And uh, he's like, I I understand. And um, like the best part is with that, there's there's two distinct profiles for each character. One is like loves chaos, hot headed, like <laughs> will fly off the rails at literally anything, and the other's like cool, calculated. Consorted, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Joe's like, yeah, that's both of us. Mm. 
Joe's like, like, I'm going to go to the chaotic side. <laughs> I'm going to go that go way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been um, fun. The streams have been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, the banter over the game oh, yeah. has been, uh, I guess, the most fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's fun. I think we're going to be playing more tomorrow. Yes. Um, so we'll, we'll do a part three. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long the game is. I'm not sure because we've, we've got out of get jail. So at this point, if you're going by the title, we've completed the game. Yes. <laughs> so, and like the thing is, we're about where I was when I stopped playing this game years ago. Oh, so you don't know what's going on. So I now. literally have no clue what's happening now. I like when you jump or when my character jumps off the fucking cliff. And then it goes into a slow-mo shot where you have to, like, grab each other's hands. And it's supposed to be all serious. And I'm just in the background, like, and, uh! <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, for those of you who don't know the game, the game is, is takes place in, like, the 60s-ish. 60s, 70s. It's got to be around 60s, 70s. It's not 50s, 60s. No, it's, like, like mid to late 60s, maybe early 70s. Are there bell-bottom jeans? I don't know. We're in jail. All the guards wear suit and ties. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of my thought process. Did anybody have a mullet? No. It was still no. like slick back hair. It's very like... be earlier then. A. That's like... I think that's like 50s, right? Once yeah. you start getting to 60s, you start getting like mops and stashes. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't mm. have any like Tommy guns or anything like that. So it's like a weird... I don't know exactly Which, when the timing was set. And I think it's funny too, like the placement of the game... Because mm-hmm. everyone has that Philly Jersey accent. <laughs> like the, hey, I'm walking in. Like, it doesn't hey, look like it's on? anywhere from Philly or Jersey. You're it's in like the you're... South. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. Oh, the best fucking part. So like I said, it's a game where you can kind of do stuff, but there's a story overall. We break into this you're old. breaking out of jail. <laughs> so we broke okay. into these old people's house. And like, you're supposed to just find the thing and then leave. Me and Bob went through the entire house and there was a piano and I, a I banjo. Did, I so I was like, dishes. I was like, oh, you could play stuff. And like, you could do the dishes or you could stir the food or like stuff like that. So like, we're over here, like fucking pressing the button to like clean dishes and stir food. And then we found the banjo and he started playing the banjo. And you actually, there's like it a mini game for the it. fucking guitar here. It's like, yeah, you got to push the right buttons to, to play the guitar. I'm just imagining Joe walking over to the piano and being like, do, do, do. When I was a young boy. So you can't get to pick the song. It just starts oh. going. And it's, so then, it's like easy, medium, extreme. Yeah, and it does it automatically. Like, it'll just start ramping if you're too good, and it'll just go up. So he plays it. He hits his note streak, and I was like, all right, it's my turn to move. And I, I, I start doing it. I mess up the first time, nail the second time. Then he picked up. Were you playing the piano? I went to the piano. You picked up the I banjo. I had the banjo. We start playing. He's hitting all his notes. I'm hitting all my notes. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> cutscene, <laughs> they're playing fucking music, and we get a little achievement. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. And, like, in that same level, we finally got through the house because literally the goal was to find the guy's closet and change our clothes. Yeah, that was it. Okay. It took but us, like, instead, 45 minutes. It took us 45 minutes because we're playing the banjo, like... We're putting on hats. I ate a cookie. Yeah, he ate a cookie. I built a a, a house of cards. Like it's just <laughs> I like broke the house of random cards. shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go outside, and there's another barn. <laughs> we had a horseshoe, horseshoe tournament. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a horseshoe tournament. <laughs> what is this game? 
it, a, a, way a way out. out. So it's a uh, it's literal like you have to throw the horseshoes and hit the and score. So I was like, Bob, I'm gonna break the fucking high score. I'm gonna pin it, and I I fucking did, and I got another achievement. I was like, what is this game? <laughs> Mother then, fucking shenanigans. And then you climbed a a wind. Oh, the windmill, and I kept I kept thing. pushing the button to make the windmill go faster and faster and faster. I got another achievement. Something about electricity and power. It, it's literally the <laughs> game of a way out, but also fuck, fuck around, around and, and find out. out. Yeah, that's the game. Mm, and so. then the game glitched on us. Yeah, we we, we, we found around. a bug that's been around. Okay, where like we had to, like we we broke into the house, we changed our clothes. Now we had to find a way out of this property. Okay. <laughs> And oh, I get we it found a truck. <laughs> so we go in the truck, but the truck has to be repaired. Like, you need to find a battery. You need to, you know, fill it with gas, like that kind of shit. Put yeah. the tires back on. Who keeps vehicles in working order? Yeah. Well, not that old man, that's for sure. Apparently, there was a step where we had to, like, put the tire on the truck yeah. and then pry bar it. But my chaos energy. But Joe's chaos energy pry I did it in the, the wrong order. First. <laughs> then we put the tire on when the truck was already on the ground. Yeah. And the game's like, you need to push the truck. And I'm like, there's no button to press to push the truck. So we had to restart that level. Yeah. And had to go through all the shenanigans again. Oh, boy. <laughs> just to literally push X to push the truck down the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But it has been so much fun. Um, It just, it's been, it's great. We're going to stream that tomorrow night. Um, Probably around this time. Ish, yeah, yeah, probably. Give or take. Maybe, maybe a little earlier. Who knows? Um, so make sure you check us out on uh, Twitch and something brand new that we're going to be launching shortly. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically our, our last two streams are on there. Oh, that is true. So we're on the YouTubes. Don't tell Twitch. <laughs> it's okay. We're not partners yet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as we're not partners, Twitch is like, who cares? You stream the like two people. Yeah. Man. So I care. we have been uh, uploading our game clips over to uh, YouTube because mm-hmm. Twitch likes to hold us here for seven days and then it deletes it forever. So I've been exporting them directly over to YouTube uh, where they could live pretty much permanently. So we could actually go back and watch our stuff. So just another spot for us to have this show. You can find us places, <laughs> Joe. And we're, uh, we're going to be starting some new things with uh, YouTube shorts and all that kind of stuff as well. So um, keep an eye out on that for all the socials in the near future. But I really am looking forward. We tried to do City Skylines multiplayer. I will get it working. Which if you're not. If you don't know what the game is, City Skylines is a city building game. Just like SimCity. Single player. But so much better. Single player. Until we found, well, Joe found a mod to make a single-player game multiplayer. <laughs> Except that mod hates me. <laughs> you have to have the pure base vanilla game, and that's it. Yeah. Which I do. And so does Joe. We try to join each other's game. It's just like, no. Just no. It's like, oh, your mod list is inca- in- incompatible. No, it's not, but okay. It's yeah, like, we, no, we, no, no. We turned you everything off, and it was still like... Nah, it's not working right. Pa- mods problem. <laughs> There's nothing left. Like the only thing I can think it is is if you bought the deluxe edition and I bought the standard edition. You pleb. <laughs> according to that mod, it's like no, it's different. You're deluxe. 
and this is regular. Mm. That only means you got a bundle of DLC with the base game. Yeah. It's literally the base game plus DLC, which is separate. <sighs> it's so dumb. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll get that sorted. I'm, I'm going to figure that out. That's... <sighs> That's that's gonna get figured out. And then uh, four AM watch in the chat. Yes, we have been playing Baldur's Gate, the OG Baldur's Gate from two thousand two, which was obscenely difficult for no fucking reason. <laughs> it is so hard. We got into our first boss battle. You're like Elena doesn't play top down like Diablo two esque style, but like less key presses, more button mashing. Mm-hmm. And the boss had so much health. The fight takes about 25 minutes. Holy crap. Minimum. So I died like right out of the gate, one of the goes, and I was like, all right, we're going to have to like regame plan this. This is actually difficult. So we finally spend like 25 minutes getting the boss to low health. We are like so fucking close to killing it. I die. And I'm like, it's okay. You could do it. You're right fucking there. You just need to do like one go around and then smack it. So she does, and she kills it, and it explodes, except there were still skeletons around. And she thought that when the boss exploded, the skeletons would explode, but they didn't. So she died. So we have to do it again. Oh, no. We've been at this now for, like, two hours. It's, it's, the game has no reason to be this hard. you weren't accidentally playing Elden Ring? It might as fucking well be. It is so fucking hard. My dead yeah. body leveled up. She died, the guy exploded, and then her body was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, amazing. Game over. Start. Would you like to go for a re? And she's like, no. No. <laughs> Does that mean I level up again? Mm-hmm. Nope. When you hit the recheck point, knocks your level out. Rip. Yeah. A- so. Did it at least save for you guys like right before? So I have. Oh no! Just... Everything is manual saving. You find you walk by like uh, oh, like no. pedestals with like the like the books on them, like the tomes, and you manually save points. F. Oh, there's no auto save. This is 2002. Because <laughs> I've been having issues. I I've been playing Fallout Three uh, for the first time actually, mm. which I love the Fallout franchise. First Fallout game was Fallout uh, New Vegas. Mm. Probably Truly my favorite the game. Uh, then I played four. Haven't touched 76. Mm. Looks like it's gotten better. I, I I don't know. I bought it. I even have the fucking special edition Pip-Boy with the your phone goes in it. Oh, that's cool. I have the whole fucking vault box. Didn't um, play the game. <laughs> well, I've been playing three, and I keep forgetting to save. Because, oh. <laughs> like, its autosave is super spotty. Because it's like, it saves when you go to sleep or wait. And then it saves every once in a while if you go into a building, but not all the time. <laughs> Whatever feels necessary. And Dude, you got to lean on that quick save button. I know. Especially with how buggy those games are. Yeah. Oh, I know. And I had one of my companions die on me yesterday. Hmm. And, and my option notice? was, well, it gave me the notice, but my option was either load back up two seconds before they die. So they just constantly die. <laughs> Or I go back to the last point that it saved about an hour before. Mm. Are you playing like hardcore mode where if your companions die, they die? Because um, usually in Fallout, when they die, they just get a little tired and have a nap. Not on three. <laughs> no? On three, they when they die, they die. Oh. And I was very disappointed. But then I looted my companion's body. They had 15 shotguns. <laughs> Excuse me. 
I don't know where they got these shotguns. I where always have you been use my companions these? as mules to, to carry equipment around for me. Oh, same. <laughs> and That's probably where they got them from. Oh, boy, was I slow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm literally sitting, I'm going through their inventory, and I'm like, do I really need this armored vault suit? Like, <laughs> The answer is yes. I wear power armor. I don't need this. And then I'm like, but it's an armored vault suit. Yeah. I find myself like late game. It really doesn't matter what armor you're wearing. In 4, it kind of does, because in 4, you could put the power armor on, and it's like a whole different game. Mm-hmm. You, as soon as you get in power armor in 4, you're fucking invincible. So. Oh, yeah. Which happens, like, immediately as you start the game, too. Oh, yeah. But then, like, in uh, in New Vegas in 3, like, towards the end of it, your perks end up being so strong that it doesn't really matter what you're wearing. You could be wearing, like, a fedora and an overcoat, and you're still, like, king giant testicles of the wasteland. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> And and I finally got to Little Lamplight, which might be my favorite like area ever. Welcome to Little Lamplight. I'm Little Billy. <laughs> I also took the perk where uh, it's like child at heart, so you get bonus like reactions and interactions with them. Did mm. you do all of Little Billy's quests? I haven't started yet. I literally just got allowed into the town by telling McCready that he looks like a butt and you like butts, so you better <laughs> let me in. And he's like, you're funny. Come on in. (laughs) You know, that's the same companion for Fallout 4, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that makes me so happy because I would use McCready as my companion in 4. And I'm just like, it's it's you. Did I tell you what happens at the end of Widow Billy's Chain? Or do you want to experience it? Let me experience it and we'll talk about it after. Okay. Ah, yes. Because it's one of my favorite things in that game. (laughs) The... uh, I have a um, funny story about one of the named weapons in New Vegas. You okay. remember the fire axe? You remember what it's called? No. Knock, knock. Mm. Yes. That's where I got it from. <laughs> mm. so we, had, we had a legendary magic item in my D&D game named Knock, Knock that like literally just destroyed doors. It didn't do any above normal damage to any other enemies. Its whole thing was that it busted down any door. And it became an enormous plot device, a uh, device for the campaign. But uh, I got even though that. Our, our party members did not know how the fuck it worked. Not after at all. It took them all campaign to figure years. it out. Yep. And even then, we still didn't quite <laughs> understand it. Yep. I had to explain its application in multiple uses. Uh, <laughs> but when you find Knock Knock in Fallout New Vegas, it's a fire axe in the irradiated firehouse, and. Ever since then, anytime in a video game I've been able to name an axe that's got a fire enchantment, it's been knock knock. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I, I love some of the names that they have for the weapons in Fallout. I, I think some of the humor in that game is just like it's so subtle. Or like different things. Like I found a uh, a combat knife called Occam's Razor. <laughs> like it's just it's stupid, but it's so much fun. <laughs> or like you'll you'll find like in four you'll find like teddy bears in precarious situations and like <laughs> I, I was playing three the other day and there was a skeleton in a bathtub with a toaster. <laughs> like <laughs> if you turn on Wild Wasteland in New Vegas, you can find the fridge with Indiana Jones in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, as soon as you walk out of Good Springs, you can find a, a fridge on the ground if you have the Wild Wasteland perk enabled. That's got a skeleton in it with the Indiana Jones like explorer hat. Mm. And it comes mm. with a duster too, right? So you can straight <laughs> up just be Indiana Jones. Got I it. don't remember. 
Maybe. I, I started playing Fallout New Vegas again recently just because the game's so good, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, it's, it's such a great game. <laughs> Fallout's one of those games that's like you can approach a situation so many different ways that I'll, like, I'll load a save, kill all the enemies in a building, and be like, nah, that wasn't satisfying enough. <laughs> Reload the save. And then kill all the enemies again. And mm-hmm. there's only one other game I've been able to do that reliably in, and it's been Crisis. Really, the, the original, OG? the original Crisis. You start off, you're on an island, and you're fighting a paramilitary group. And like every time I would play that game, I'd get up to the aliens, and then I would shut the game off and restart it because the alien part sucked. They were all hard <laughs> to hit. It wasn't satisfying. The whole vibe changed. The whole first half of Crisis is just Far Cry, but you're a superhero. Mm. So like. You can you can run into every enemy paramilitary town. You can actually wipe the entire map clean of the enemy paramilitary group before you progress onto the part where the aliens come out. Oh wow! <laughs> so I, I've done that multiple times, but the way you can do these things is so satisfying because the suit has the four superpowers you can use. Mm-hmm. It's like invisibility, speed, strength, or something else. But um, if you sneak around and you do the stealth portion correctly, you can find them like under jeeps fixing them you could find like at one point i watched two dudes walk into the same outhouse and shut the door (laughs) it's like yes what the fuck is going on in this game (laughs) but uh i just kept approaching it different ways because that whole first portion of the game is so satisfying Mm -hmm. and then all the dumb plot starts at the alien part and the aliens aren't satisfying to kill and all that shit so i was like yeah this first game was awesome there's also a very memorable bug because you were talking about bugs before in in Crisis, before they patched it out. For some reason, frogs, after they died, did not have mass. That's the floating rock. I remember that. So, (laughs) you like, if you were in a firefight and you accidentally blew a frog up, it would just, like, flop and hit on something and stay there. And in the strength mode, you could pick things up. You could actually go and catch the frogs in the speed mode and then hold them. But then once you interacted with them, some bug made them massless. So if you just like turned on strength mode and threw the frog, it would just go in a straight line forever. And you could just watch it slowly fade out of your render distance. I remember that. That was back when it was like, but can it run crisis? But can it crisis? I, I usually was, no. No, no, no it cannot. No, it I love using <laughs> game glitches like that just for stupid shit. Like when I was younger, my brother and I would play Halo 3 and just find ways to get out of the map, like no clip through things, all that. Yep. Um, I think, is it weird to have a favorite glitch? No, of no. course not. I think my favorite glitch in games of all time, the GTA 4 sl- uh, swing set glitch, where you would drive your car eh. and back up to a specific swing set. And if you hit it at the right angle, it'll launch your car straight up in the air. <laughs> oh, it'll launch you literally across the map. They must use the same physics engine that Doom Eternal uses because one of the ways you can speed run Doom Eternal, if you open up the weapons wheel, it goes into bullet time. Mm-hmm. So if you jump and you're hitting a slope, you can oh, open no. the weapons wheel, go into bullet time. The game doesn't know why you're still traveling and like accelerating in bullet time, even though it's telling it not to. So it tries to accelerate you the other direction. Oh, so no. you close the window and it just rockets you into the air. And then you take out the ballista. When you So most of that game is aerial. Then you take out the ballista. If you shoot it while you're jumping, it pushes you back. 
So you launch yourself into the air and you're now frictionless. And you just shoot the ballista. You ballista yourself across the map. You you could watch speedrunners skip entire segments of the game doing that. You could also That's watch. Awesome. You could watch the developers watch the speedrunners, and be like, "What? I love what? when they're like, <laughs> That's hilarious.' Yeah. I hate when they're like, "That's stupid. That's not the way the game's supposed to be played." No, they were Isn't hilarious. The yeah, they were like, hilarious because they were like, "Oh, okay." So take notes for the next one. We're going to put some fun shit in the skybox, like several yeah. dozen enemies. Yep. <laughs> what are the, um, what are those videos where it was like developers watch speed runs? Someone did a, an any percent of outer worlds. I think I've seen part of that, which means the fastest you can get a game over screen. The fastest you can get a game over screen in that game is by halfway through the game, just smashing the spaceship into a fucking star. Mm. <laughs> So people will any percent speed run a suicide run. And mm-hmm. the devs watching it were just like flabbergasted. They were like, what? 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 I, all that work? <laughs> and just, they just skipped every level and then crashed into the sun in 15 minutes? That's supposed to be like 12 hours in. I, I love the, it's because, and this isn't even a glitch. This was built into the game. But in Fall uh, Fallout Far Cry Four, where you're you go into like the main the big bad guy's castle, he's like, "I'll be right back. You wait here." And normally, in you know, you'll get a pop up saying, "Oh, walk this way. Go out the door. Explore. Mm-hmm. This is your new thing." If you wait, he'll actually come back, give you what you're asking for, and you beat the game. <laughs> you don't even have to play the game. What? Yeah. In, in Far Cry 4, you meet the guy, Pagan Min. He's, like, the big bad guy of the whole thing. And your goal is just to, like, spread your mother's ashes. Like, that's literally all you want to do. Okay. And there's, like, some big civil war thing going on. And the game will tell you, oh, escape, you know, escape the castle. But if you sit there and wait, like, five minutes, he will come back. He's like, oh, so what did you want? Oh, yeah, sure. Come on. It's over this way. And you beat the game. I feel like they did that in it's five. The best was it five yeah. or four? No, not that. I think they did it like another in another one. Oh my god! Where you could just like not amazing, and then it's, it's game over. And it's actually there's actually a hidden achievement for that. They did the same thing in Portal too. So when Wheatley is monologuing, and then it's the level where it starts. Um, where GLaDOS goes, oh no, this is the part where he kills us. And then you see Wheatley up on a big TV screen. He goes, this is the part where I kill you. And then the level <laughs> title flashes across the front of the screen and says, the part where he kills you. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. So if you jump on this platform, Wheatley will just start monologuing. And he won't stop for like 12 minutes. But then he will kill you if you don't find a way off. <laughs> However, if you cut off his monologue and successfully escape and run down the pathway. He screams like, come back, come back, come back. If you actually go back, it gives you an achievement for doing it. And then he (laughs) asks you to kill yourself and you can do so and get a different achievement. (laughs) It's, it's that kind of stuff that I love about video games. He's literally just like, could could you do me a favor and jump back in that big hole? And you, you could just do it. And he's like, thank you. (laughs) I love it. I love video game stuff. It's the best. Like, and it's those kind of things that, you know, oh, gaming gets a bad rap and all that kind of stuff. But 
it's an escape and it's fun. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it used to be. (laughs) Uh, There's, there's not a lot of games coming out or out recently, I guess that really kind of spark joy. Mm -hmm. Everything feels like this shitty cash grab nowadays. Like we're getting mm-hmm. AAA titles that are half-ass finished games, and like, mm-hmm. but you hear uh, Ubisoft is now charging uh, sixty nine ninety nine for premium AAA games. A, a lot of companies have been doing that for a while. It, Ubisoft is like the fourth or fifth that's decided to move I, I all their titles to sixty nine ninety nine. I saw a breakdown on it. Somebody posted in a Reddit comment about it, but apparently they're like the fourth or fifth major company to do this. Mm. But even like. Think about Halo Infinite, right? Think about every single release that 343 came out with and just, like, terrible delays, awful bugs. Like, you've seen the, the goofy screenshots of the Elite... Or not the Elites, the... Um, the, 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 the Brutes, right? Yeah, the Brutes' faces looking doofy, missing features. Like, everybody, all the, the major, like, Halo YouTubers are basically putting up, uh, you know, videos of, like, this is the end of Halo. Like, it's yeah. never going to be good again. We've given them so many chances. It, you know, the show. Game over. Yeah. It was a show. Yeah. On I didn't pa- watch on it. Paramount Plus. Mm. I, my brother said for the parts that Chief was in was fantastic. Yeah. The issue with the show is Chief's, like, Chief is, like, naked, like, 90% of the show. <laughs> like, not even, like, why? just helmet. Like, you just see his ass. Like. But why? Why? I, it's the show. And, like, the show is basically a precursor to the fall of Reach and, like, that whole Reach arc and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it follows this other character that everyone just fucking hates oh. and has nothing to do with the show. It's, like, this indigenous person from whatever the planet that they're, like... Reach? Fighting over. Not not even Reach. Like, oh. this is, like, before Reach. Mm. Like, just some, like, indigenous person from that planet. Okay. Mm. And no one cares about this character. Like, they're just kind of in to fill time. Okay. Um, and that got a whole lot of hate. And even people who are, like, big Halo YouTubers would put out, like, episode recaps. Mm-hmm. They'd get copyright strikes about really? the show if they had a bad review. Oh. But if it was a good review, look at that. Look the at episode that got... Damn. The, their, their video kept up Oof. and no copyright strikes. That is tough. That's, and that's it was a whole shitty. thing, like... Apparently okay, it Disney. got better as like the show went on. Yeah. But the first few episodes I heard are really bad. Like my brother watched it cause him and I, like we grew up playing the halo games mm-hmm. and like, that is something we really bonded over and all that. I just, I, I don't want to watch the whole show because I don't want it ruined for me. Yeah. yeah. That's why I haven't touched infinite. I have haven't you read the book, the fall of reach. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's so it's good. It's amazing. Oh yeah. I read that the flood book. Um, I didn't read the flood one. That one's just I didn't as even good. Know they had yeah. books. Oh, oh the, yeah, the, the books are incredible. It's it's the actual lore behind John. It's mm. it's very very well written. And you you want you find out why Johnson is in Halo Two, even though you see him die in one. Mm. In the flood book. Yeah, you find out oh, why. Oh, okay. It's really good. I thought they revealed that in the special ending at the end of. Halo 1, if you play on Legendary, that he and the yellow elite that end up becoming the Arbiter escape together. Pretty much. Yeah. But you find out, like, the reason how he escapes. Oh, gotcha. It's not Mm. just a... We left. It's not one of those, like, Walking Dead Glenn dumpster thing. Like, where it's like, (laughs) no, he was under the dumpster the whole time. He didn't actually get eaten. 
it, there, you actually learn about like why Johnson survived and like how he wasn't turned into a flood or anything like that. Like sheer it, force of will, I assume pretty much just <laughs> force of will and hatred. We had a stick, um, two sticks and a rock and we had to share the rock. <laughs> like, cause <laughs> it, you learn about that. Like, you know how, when you're beating or I think it's halo two, you see a group of um, like black armored grunts and elites and all that kind of stuff. The heretics. It follows them as well. Oh. So like you, they just pop up in an elevator as you're trying to leave and you kill them immediately. That like a big plot point of that story is following that group. Oh. And like it ends with chief being like, Oh, Hey, boom. (laughs) Like it's because you know the ending, but then at the end it's just like, Wait a minute, it's those guys. <laughs> we have a first time chat. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Uh Nikon? Like it. Uh I am uh, personally I more read. of a computer gamer, but the last game I could remember really getting excited about was when World of Warcraft first came out. Uh I just cannot get excited anymore. I yeah. I like get new games and I'm like, all right, let's boot up uh Microsoft because I have Game Pass and Game ADD. Let me see what five games they released this week that are probably four early releases that are half finished and one that literally no one cares about. And yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you where it's safe to get excited about games because there's a couple that I've like been cautiously optimistic about. Right? I found that games that you can follow the development cycle for, where all the developers are really like really really into the content and they have a known track record, so. When, when Doom came out in 2016, right? Everybody was like, Doom 3 is trash. This is going to be more trash, whatever. And then the game came out and everybody was like, there's barely any plot. You don't even have to pay attention to it if you don't want to. All the mechanics are wonderful. It has callbacks to all the old Doom games. <clears throat> They're open levels like they used to be instead of linear jump scares. What the fuck is going on? Why is this game good? They got killer soundtrack to it. Every aspect of the game was perfect. All... Although it was a little like the whole game was burnt red. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It was. So when they announced that they were coming out with Doom Eternal, I was like, am I, am I allowed to be excited about a video game again? Is this, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. And then it came out and it blew my fucking expectations out of the goddamn water. Like just, I, I didn't think they could make a better game and they did. Mm. Um, so I, like that's the only time I'm really, really excited because a lot of the, the Doom creators on that were like part of some of the original team from mm-hmm. id software um that's like the only time i'll afford myself to get psyched about a video game but for the most part like all these triple a titles i can't like any any title that's in its fourth or fifth iteration you just know it's going to be crap they're selling Man. it over and over again because they know it's going to be like it's the formula works yeah i i used to get really excited for like the new nhl game Mm-hmm. Or the new NASCAR game, the new F1 game, like yeah. that kind of stuff. And now it just sucks. Like, yeah. I've only done half a season in the F1 career mode, mm-hmm. which is it's so all much regurgitated. Fun. It is. It's all the same game we get marketed over and over again. Yeah. I was watching a video they today. They changed the rosters. <laughs> yeah. I was watching a video today that was someone comparing a Batman game from like seven years ago to the oh, Bat- must have been Arkham. The Batwoman mm-hmm. game or whatever that came out like, was it this year? And it was yeah. just so sad because the one from seven years ago had more interesting graphics and mechanics. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, that's um or COD four. Tw- yeah, I I COD four one two. I yeah, I know. Almost yeah. bought the new. It's COD. modern I warfare did too. New, I did buy the new COD, but I, I only bought it because I played the demo and had a bunch of fun with my friends in the multiplayer. And COD is not a game where like you're constantly nagged by microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So of course, like they try to market the cool skins and stuff, but like they came out with Warzone for free. Warzone was a decent game that I didn't personally enjoy, but I'm not going to say it was a bad game because I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't mind so much a game that I could buy once and then play forever for free with my friends in multiplayer. That's till actually they, fun. Till they cut the servers off in like six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's a solid $60 investment. Oh, yeah. Um, and it actually has fun gameplay. So I, I thought I would be angrier at seeing another COD. But uh, this one, I'm actually not mad about it. I, I played I the demo; it was a lot of fun. The only thing I'm I mad do the F1 level. The only thing I'm mad about. There's an F1 map, yeah. but I want to do it. It's uh, so bad. The only thing I was mad about with Modern Warfare 2 because I played the demo with him um, was why it's called Modern Warfare 2. Because yeah, what it is. There's another. There's already a, a Call game. of Duty Modern Warfare 2. There, yeah. there's like four Modern Warfare 2s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. There, oh. there, there was the original that came out in like on the on the Xbox 360, right? Yep. Right. That had my favorite video game level of all time, mm-hmm. which was the uh, the the Pripyat Chernobyl mm. sniping mission. Right, I forgot yep. about that. Favorite video game Where mission. You blow of the guy's arm off. Yeah, and then you shoot the helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> sick. So there's that so one. There's then that they, one. They they HD'd it. Yeah, for the then, new consoles. The, yeah, so they HD'd it, which is the second remake. Right. And then there was another Modern Warfare 2 that came out a couple of years ago, I think. Yes, there was. And now this one. That's why I was confused, because they released a Modern Warfare 2 a couple years ago. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And um, that was, I unless think... Unless it was like the, inf- like well, no, the Treyarch slash I think that was the real Modern Warfare 2, because I think that was the actual, like, the original maps are back. Yeah, it's but like now Modern they're releasing Warfare two four. Yeah, and now they're releasing a new Modern Warfare two, which just came out, and I'm like, but what? What's the? This is just a new game. Yeah, why isn't this Modern Warfare and uh, five? Because I think they made a three. And I'm <laughs> one, I'm one of the weird people that likes to play the story mode. Also, like, how fucking dare you? I know. I think that's one <laughs> Sorry, of the you reasons. Can't make money off of me, like, like circling back to why I hate some of the AAA development. Like, yeah. It's bullshit that it's just a reiteration. Um, so I get what you're saying that like, yeah, okay, COD number 412. Yep, you're right. It, they basically make the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's really pissed me off recently is fucking Overwatch 2. Mm. I've heard I like a lot it. of flack about it, but I, like I, it I don't understand. It. So Overwatch 2 is exactly the same as Overwatch 1, except there are now five people on a team mm instead of six people on the team. Yep. And with roll queue, it's now one tank, two DPS, two healers, instead of what used to be two tank, two DPS, two healers. The result of that is that tanks are fucking insanely overpowered because yeah. they have to be to carry the entire team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and now the healers are pin cushions. The tanks, more often than not, do more damage than the DPS do. So... If you're doing open roll queue, there's almost no reason to take DPS at all. You should take three tanks and two healers or four tanks and one healer and probably do better than the roll queue selection. And the game hasn't really been counterbalanced against that because mm-hmm. so much of it is copied and pasted from Overwatch 1. And Bob, when I say copied and pasted, I don't mean like, oh, so it share some assets. 
Discord thinks you're playing Overwatch 1 when you play Overwatch 2. Oh my God. I booted up the game launch <laughs> launch night. I booted up and I was in queue for like 40 minutes trying to get logged in. Yeah. And Discord popped up and it was like, oh, do you want to stream Overwatch? And I was like, no, Discord, this is this is Overwatch 2. And it was like, right. No, it's not. So do you want to stream Overwatch? And then I looked at the EXE and it was Overwatch.exe. And I was like, yeah. They didn't even change the EXE yet. Like the next update that rolled around and then Discord updated and all of a sudden it was Overwatch 2. And I was like, and then <laughs> they disabled Overwatch 1 a few days before Overwatch 2 came out. So you yeah. cannot go back and play Overwatch 1. It's yeah. gone. They rolled over the skins that you had from your previous account that mm -hmm. you paid real money for that you got either through the loot box system or special events or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, except for some, which were for some reason permanently disabled. Um, they did such little work balancing Overwatch 2 that they had to immediately disable two characters. Mm -hmm. So you could not use Torbjorn in comp and Bastion was removed from the game because yeah. of a bug they just obviously didn't test enough for. And now, uh, what's your name is out? May. Really? Can't, can't put, yep, May is removed from comp. Oh my God. <laughs> and then um, That's why in the chats we were playing last night, someone was like, I dare you to play May. I fucking dare you. <laughs> and I was like, where's the, oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, somebody was like looking back through. So the battle pass is now like ten bucks, twenty, twenty bucks. Okay, uh, too much. And all the <laughs> skins are like twenty bucks. Like mm -hmm. there's no. What the fuck? I, yeah, I don't like these companies are just. I, I mean, if you're looking at bad companies, Blizzard's the king of bad companies. Oh yeah, I, I cannot believe how hard EA took that crown and shoved it up Blizzard's ass mm -hmm. for them to be considered the king of bad gaming companies. But here we fucking are. Yeah, I mean they they're a terrible company. They ruined WoW. They, I mean, I don't think Overwatch Two is going to last very long. Personally, mm -hmm. um, if they attempt, if they realize that no one's buying anything, then they'll they'll put resources back into it. But there's only the two developers part. now, right? I think there's more. I'm sure that there's more. They can't just... It, it's Blizzard. At the end of the day, it's got to be more than two. Yeah. But... Let's hope so. But yeah. I don't... It, the game is moderately fun to play for a while, but now, like, the past couple of days, everybody's been like, oh, yo, jump on, jump on. And I'm like, uh, I'd, I'd rather do something else. Like, mm -hmm. it gets old very quick, and... I've learned playing now when you get to a certain level... Like, we've been playing comp. When you get to a certain level, it's just rock, paper, scissors. So yeah. you start the game. You have to avoid the tank because the tank is so fucking strong that you can't actually kill it. Only the tank So you have to flank, kill the healers, then you can kill the tank. Okay. So now the game becomes flank the tank, kill the healers, beat the game. So now the other team plays characters to counter you flanking the healers. So now you have to go and change your character mm. to the pick to pick well, that's their the character. That's the way Overwatch 1 was as well. Yeah, but it wasn't so cut and dry because you had two tanks. There was that one tank that can stay on the healers mm. and the second tank that could be up front pushing the payload yeah. or whatever. So you ended up having like this two-system DPSs and tanks or like DPS tank healer, DPS tank healer. So like you had these two like units that you could work with. You know, like squads. It was more basically. flexible with the second tank. Now yeah. it's like follow the tank, stay on the fucking point. If the tank loses, we all leave because we're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the game. Also, they did so little work transitioning transitioning Overwatch One into Overwatch Two that they left some of the architecture for having six players in the game. 
Yeah, they did. So if you go into the training range, you know, you get like one kill and then you get two kills and it's like double kill. And then you, you get three and it's just triple. You say four is a quadruple and then five is quintuple. And when it goes like quintuple kill, you can get a six kill and it goes six double kill. When the fuck are you going to get that? In, Why uh, is that still in the game? Because in custom game mode, you can go back to six v six. Oh, if you right. go to custom, you could actually go back to old Overwatch. Then that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't think they wanted people to know to do that. I think people just figured out that the old... They're just like, Shh, Well, because nothing fucking changed in the game, yeah. Bob, oh all of God. the custom games, you could put key codes in. So, like, when you wanted to join, like, say there was, like, a zombie mod or whatever mod, someone made a map. You could just... It's like a five-letter number key combination. You put that in, and then it boots up that server that you're ready to go. People were like, wait a minute, this game looks really like the fucking same. So they were taking the old codes and putting it in. And the servers were just launching. So, yeah, 6v6s are back in custom games because they didn't change enough to have them removed. Oh Amazing. My God. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> it's fantastic. So Don't you just love that? Me- meanwhile, for me, like the shit I look forward to is like, ooh, a new car and a new track are coming iRacing. I know. Oh. Speaking. Star Citizen, though. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited. I, I, I can't wait for it to be, like, more playable. Um, in iRacing, so I was talking to one of the guys uh, on my job, one of the electricians, uh, who does race. Like, they have a Mustang. It's crazy. They keep blowing it up. They spend a lot of money. And he goes, <laughs> did you know that you could buy a Legends car? And I was like, yeah, I raced them in iRacing. He goes, do you know how much Legends cars are? And I was like... No, don't tell me. And he goes, well, the dealer is right around here. Um, I think it's like a half hour away. Is like Uh-oh. the official dealer of the East Coast. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And you could buy a full loaded ready to drive Legends car for 17 grand. Get the fuck out of here. Full. And he's like, they are so fucking cheap to drive like for the season. Um, he's like, the tires cost $87 each. And the brake pads cost $20, and the rotors cost $60. So for a whole fucking season of racing, it's going to cost you about $400. He's like, my tires are $800 each, (laughs) and my rims are $800 each. So if I bust a rim or blow out a tire, which which I'm going to do because my tires only last for like three races... Uh, it's going to cost me 800 bucks. If I blow a rim out on here, it's $50. (laughs) And I was like, wow, don't tell me that. And he's like, if you know someone who could fix up a car, they have, uh, kits for 10 grand. And I was like, my brother's not a mechanic or anything. So what you're saying (laughs) is we're announcing tabletop trio racing. It's very possible that this might happen. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get our crew chief, AKA Spencer. Yeah. I can get my and brother the mechanic. He's just going to play trumpet in the pit row the whole time. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll be driving by and he'll be making the car noise. <laughs> On his trumpet. Spencer. <laughs> Spencer, I need to honk in the person in front of me and this car doesn't have a horn. <laughs> Team banana racing with tabletop trio. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I mean, no. you already have the jerseys. I do. <laughs> What are we getting I, those, by the way? I have to place the full order. What are we playing on? PayPal again, by the way? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to shoot at the paintballs. I have, I have stuff. 
I've been looking at that. Yeah. Same. We're not sponsored, but like, but we could be. Blind squirrel hit us up. <laughs> uh, so I was at the liquor store. I found these. I'm five. Uh, I, well, have, I hope you're not five if you're at a liquor store. It's fine. <laughs> I have uh, I have problems in that I can't um, say no. So I bought these, and uh, this was ice. So we're gonna have to like drink these real quick. So here, drink drink your uh, fresh chilled water. Water shots. It's delicious. Definitely wasn't Tito's. No. So. Oh, good. It's still ice in there. ASMR. So, yeah. No, I play a tiefling. What I have in here is a cocktail I made with uh, blind squirrel peanut butter cream liqueur and chocolate milk. Just chocolate milk. There's nothing else in here. Well, I mean, there's ice, this but there's nothing else in here. Oh, yes. Haha, <laughs> there's extra. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Test mine for later. <laughs> <laughs> so I tasted this over the weekend. I went, oh, no, it's good. Stink. Uh, oh, that smells amazing. Yeah. Cheers, chat. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah, there's no alcohol in there. Not even a little bit. Oh, that's smooth. It was about a half and half. This just... That's this just so tastes good. like melted peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like someone crushed up, then blended Reese's in peanut in, uh, ice cream. This has no business being this good. Oh, fuck. Right? It's, it's a- literally... <laughs> it's like you have chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. And you got some Reese's peanut butter cups thrown in there. Mm-hmm. You finish the ice cream, but you just kind of leave that little tiny bit at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then you just like drink it. Yep. That's that's what you're getting. So my original so plan good. was to go get ice cream. And then I wanted to try this with ice cream. Then my second plan was I have an ice cream maker. So I was like, I'm going to make oh, no. blind squirrel peanut butter ice cream. Like just. Fresh, like a, a quart of ice cream. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that yet. That seems like a commitment I don't know if I'm ready for. I went to the store. But I think you're ready now. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> this was before I, I learned this. So I went to the store on Saturday, and I picked up chocolate milk. Because, again, I'm five. Uh, and I wanted chocolate milk. So I grabbed the chocolate milk. I'm making breakfast. I make eggs. I make bacon. I make sausage. We're good to go. We're going to make breakfast. I sit down with everything, and I'm like, I want chocolate milk. <laughs> so I go, and I grab my chocolate milk. I get halfway to a cup and go, <gasps> and Elena's like, what? And I was like, I have a plan. She's like, it's <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. I usually get the, oh, no, yeah. whenever I say that. Mm-hmm. So I feel you. <laughs> so I was like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I have an idea. And I grab that bottle, and she goes, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, it's Saturday. And she's like, nah, that's fair. So <laughs> I, made a sh- I made a drink. And then I took a sip. My eyes widened. And I went, uh-oh. And she went, uh-oh. And I gave her a drink. And she went, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where we are. So this shit is 
obnoxiously good. That For is anybody really that, good. like, um, if you do, like, mixers, if you do, um, like, a lot of mixed drinks or you have, like, the liqueurs, like, uh, cream de cocoa and, and cream de grape or whatever the hell it's called because I have a handful of them. Um, if you like mixing a lot of things, this will fit right in because you do not taste alcohol. It is peanut butter jelly liquid. Time? That's the other bottle. I tried. <laughs> so the other bottle is no, peanut butter jelly now. time. <laughs> this one, I'm going to say right out of the gate, isn't going to taste as good as that. Well, <laughs> uh, you just, already spoiled us. Yeah, it's just because I, I I came out hot with the with the chocolate milk. This one is peanut butter and jelly whiskey. I'll give you a little bit. There yeah. might that's got a little bit of chocolate milk in there, so I smell peanut butter and whiskey. That's just just <laughs> So when you smell this one, uh I was like, oh, it can't actually be peanut butter and jelly. And the, the people at the checkout like counter that were going through this were like, no, it's peanut butter and jelly. I'm like, it can't fucking be peanut butter and jelly. It just, it cannot. And then I got home and I opened up the bottle immediately and I tasted it. And I was like, fuck, it's peanut butter and jelly. That is indeed peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. So you get the peanut butter first. Then immediately you get the jelly. That's a lot of jelly. Mm-hmm. And then if you just like do one of the, like like the bougie, I know what I'm tasting, you get bread. And I, my mouth and my brain are confused about it. I'm not getting the bread. I get bread. I get the peanut butter and jelly, but not the mm. bread. I don't know. I can Tasty. get <clears throat> it's it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> But he can't. He just said it was hard. I can kind of get the bread at the very end. Like, you know how, like, your mouth gets dried out? Mm -hmm. That's where I get the bread feeling. Because white bread doesn't really have much taste anyway. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I get, like, the absence of taste Mm. with the bread. And it feels like I'm saying that's bad, but that's, that's really fucking good. That's really good. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what um what I'm gonna use with that. What I was originally thinking was um grape juice. Well, I was thinking uh, originally to uh, crush. Um, Elena hates them, so I don't usually keep them in the house, but I love them, and I usually always did. Jelly rings. Ooh. So I was thinking to put um like a a chocolate. Uh, liqueur, or I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, the chocolate milk might also go great in the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Um, but I think it might because it's whiskey. I don't know if that would do like a Jaeger bomb type situation where it would like curl the milk. Mm. So, well, there, there's one YouTube or uh, TikTok channel that I follow where this guy puts things in liquor <laughs> and leaves them there for a week. Mm. And his thing is, oh, I'm putting X in Y for a week and see what happens or until something interesting happens. Like, Mm -hmm. like the other day he did candy corn Mm. and left candy corn and vodka. It should disintegrate now. Um, it did. It just kind of turned it into like a sugary paste Mm -hmm. in the bottom. And like, he'll like grab a spoonful of whatever's left. If there's anything left. Yeah. 
and then he'll pour himself a shot and, and you know, he'll talk about it. Um, but he's done th- everything from like coffee and Jameson. Mm. Like he'll literally they take, make Jameson coffee. They do. Yeah, I, I have a bottle. He he literally took coffee grounds, put them so in the jar, did, and then made so cold he, brew. He basically yeah he did he did he cold basically brew. Basically made Jameson cold brew. Yeah. Because that's all cold brew is. In case anyone was wondering how to make cold brew coffee, it's coffee grounds in cold water for about 24 hours. And that's it. If you want to be fancy, 48 hours. That's, that's all you need. Welcome so to cold bad. brew. Um, but, like, he did all those, like, and he'll do, like, other random things that are disgusting. Like, yeah. he did Doritos and vodka. That sounds disgusting. You were right. Like Cheetos and vodka was another one, and I used it to was do, it was vile. I used to do that shit when I was in like high school, college. Oh, yeah. Like I used to always make you remember. I always used to make fucking rummy bears. Mm-hmm. I start out with gummy bears like the size of this bottle cap, and I would leave them to the point where like <laughs> each gummy bear is like that big. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to eat that anymore. Yeah, I'm my, my get- friends would do Skittles and vodka. That's a very common one. You break out your Skittles to all the different colors. And then you put all of the colors in one of the one bottle, all of the colors in the other bottle, so on and so forth. The the vodka changes color. You'll get more sweet and a little bit of that flavor. And mm-hmm. Very common. Yeah, and like we, we would do... Starburst didn't work like that. No. I tried. We Oh, man. <laughs> what we, we used to put something in Fireball and then make Angry Balls out of it. Rum Chata? No, we, it, was some, it was one of the candies. Yeah. We put some kind of candy in Fireball. And then we would mix that with Angry Orchard Cider and made Angry Balls mm-hmm. with whatever the, the candy was that was inside. Uh, uh, cherries. Uh, like like maraschino candy yeah, cherries. Yeah, yeah. We'd do that. And, oh, my God. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, nice. oh, the, the times <laughs> of, of putting weird alcohol in shitty other alcohol. Just to see what happens. Yeah, just because you could. It's like this will get I'm me doing drunk. Science. Well, because it's like I'm we, doing science and it's getting me drunk. We know it's I not win. gonna. We know it's not gonna taste good, so might as well just try, right? Right. <laughs> it's like I didn't like the way that the eighteen dollar fucking vodka tasted. Let me see if I adding some pure sugar would make it taste better. You mean Majorska vodka? <laughs> Pop off. I remember going to AC and buying the cheapest whiskey I could buy. Seagram Seven. It was eight dollars. Okay, and it then. looked like a glass bottle, and I grabbed it, and it was plastic. And I went, uh-oh, <laughs> this is going to be terrible. And it was. Spoiler alert, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Turns out, it was me, disgusting. That happened to me at one of Ryan's house parties. I got so drunk that the Seagram 7 handle I was drinking from started to taste like blackberries, and mm. the next thing I knew, it was morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do be like that. I, I just happens. Cheap alcohol tastes not good. Yeah, that's I can't drink Southern Comfort anymore. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's I decided Jaeger. to be a tour guide to my friends who already were living on campus. Mm. I was showing my friends who lived <laughs> on campus around the school <laughs> as if they've never been to the school this that is, we all went to. This is a door. Homeboy was lost in the sauce. <laughs> it was literally. And over here's the sorority house. <laughs> over here's another sorority. And my friends are like, Bob, we know. This is where you'll I'm like, be no, sleeping. No, no, no. This is, this is the parking lot. 
all and the commuters the sorority there. house. And there's all the buildings over here. <laughs> and it's the radio station over there. And like over here, you'll see the sorority house. <laughs> meanwhile, the entire time I'm texting another friend of mine saying, and now I'm in front of this house. <laughs> and she's like, Bob, it's three in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> I have an exam. If you text me again, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> well, I'm in front of the lake house now. <laughs> I'm don't, so glad we don't have don't. any sloppy drunk friends anymore. Yeah. God, I hated dealing with that. I was always like party dad. Mm-hmm. Making sure people don't drown in their own vomit and shit. Oh, yeah. I We had one friend who was a very sloppy, sloppy, sloppy drunk. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she was... Awful with that and awful in all facets of things. Um, Shocker. I know for me, I get giggly. And then I'll start laughing at the fact that I'm laughing. (laughs) Oh, you're one of those? And then I just turn into a loop of laughing. (laughs) Because I laugh because I'm laughing. And then I'm laughing because I'm laughing because I'm laughing. And it's a whole thing. Like That's it. You're in. What's your your worst college drunk story? I wouldn't remember. (laughs) Oh, man. I got one that's particularly terrible. Well, there was one night me and my friends from the fraternity that I was in were all crying in a fire escape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because my buddy was drunk and he was afraid that the girl he had a crush on, so, but he was upset because she saw him drunk yeah. because she was also in the fraternity with us. Okay. And uh-huh. she was also there crying because everyone else was crying <laughs> because he was crying. Oh. And it was a whole loop. Uh. We named that night Malibu Who Night. Because <laughs> he had Malibu and Baja Blast. Oh. Wow. Oh. Which was really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know it. if it was because I was drunk or del- it was just really good. Could be both. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend my freshman year of college, right? Uh, he was in the not engineering dorm and I was in the not not engineering dorm they're different so as as a <laughs> freshman engineer you're supposed to be in with the engineering students because like it's pretty well known that engineering students don't party as hard as anybody else um so I got a late admission and ended up going into the like converted army barracks dorms mm. so I went to go visit my friend in the engineering dorm and we got hammered in his dorm room that is where my story within this story ends. Because I left, oh, no. I went home. And the next day, I go back over his dorm to study something. And I'm like, where's your laptop? And he was like, yeah, about that. And I was like, did, did it get stolen or something? He goes, no. Some uh, We were all drunk. And some girl came and drank with us. And she got way too drunk and said she had to go to the bathroom. And she walked over to my desk, climbed up on the chair, lifted the lid to my laptop up like a toilet seat, (laughs) sat down on it, and peed. (laughs) And then she had to buy him a new laptop. Mm. Yeah, that beats any story I might have. (laughs) Yeah, that is uh, quite the costly mistake. A little bit. Yep. I, I can't listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore. Because it brings me back memories of my worst drunk night. Oh. It was the night after my fraternity's formal. Or that the night of, I guess. Um, 
and we're hanging out in our one friend's dorm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go down and visit my other friend. There was a guitar in his dorm. He wasn't in his dorm. Mm. So it was just me and a couple friends sitting there. I have this guitar. Mind you, I don't know how to play guitar. <laughs> but there I am sitting there and I'm just doom, doom. I'm, I'm like fiddling along. And I turn to my buddy. I'm like, Matt, Matt, Matt. I know that Red Hot Chili Pepper song. He goes, which one? I'm like, you know. <laughs> so I start attempting to play the other side. <laughs> so I'm literally dumb, dumb, fuck, dumb, dumb, fuck, dun, 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 fuck. <laughs> to me, it felt like maybe five minutes. Yeah. Apparently, 45 minutes goes by <laughs> of me just sitting there. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Dumb, fuck. Fuck. Amazing. Until I finally get dun 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 la la and I start singing the rest. (laughs) And my buddy's like, Bob, that's not how this works. (laughs) And then apparently I started trying to play one by Metallica. That's a that's a that's a skill gap jump. So I'm just dun 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 fuck. <laughs> dun, dun, fuck. I would have broke that guitar over your head. <laughs> My buddy literally just—he grabs the guitar. He's like, "Okay, we're going back to the party now." How long did it take him to take the guitar out of your hands? Uh, a little bit longer than it should have. A little bit. And the worst part—forty-five minutes, a little bit. This is also the same night that I decided to be a tour guide. Oh. oh. So we go back, and my buddy's like, "I gotta leave," because he was sober. Because mm, uh. we, we both had to go to our internship the next morning. Oh. We both had the like worked at the same place. Oh. It was for a minor league hockey team. Oh, they understand. <laughs> well, the next morning I was very hungover, and <laughs> my boss was the play-by-play guy. I was doing pseudo-color commentary. So, and of course they happened to be playing the second worst team in the league. They Mm. were the worst team. (laughs) They won seven, nothing. Oh, and the goal horn would go off. Oh, constantly. Mm. Oh, and we're up in the press box. Mm. The goal horn is above the press box. Ah, my boss also had control of the headphones. (laughs) At one point the team scored and he goes, shoot. Looks directly at me and just goes, Scott! And he's yelling and he turns my headphone volume up. And I'm just like, this is what you get for coming in to work with a hangover. And my buddy's in the booth next door, like in the intermission. He's like, so, bud, how you, how you holding up? You're regretting anything? I'm like, I'm never touching a guitar or Southern Comfort ever again. <laughs> And since then, I have not touched Southern Comfort. Yeah. Amazing. That's, yeah, that's, th- th- yep. <laughs> yeah. It's me with Jaeger. Can't drink Jaeger anymore. Bad times. Could barely drink Jaeger when I did drink Jaeger. <laughs> Does anyone <clears throat> really drink Jaeger? No. No. I, I, I drank, you put I consumed Jaeger. No, I didn't, well, I didn't like Red Bull, so. You just drink it straight. I remember Jager drinking bombs. a lot of Jaeger bombs at uh, Andrew's house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. I don't think I've ever had a Jaeger bomb. It's not worth it. it. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Nikon <laughs> says in the chat, my ex-girlfriend was like that very sloppy drunk who would laugh at everything and say things that made no sense. 
I had to get her out of so many bad situations. Not something I miss at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel that. that. Yeah, yeah, I had necks just like that, too. Oh, boy. I, it depends on what I drink constitutes uh, what happens. So usually I drink rum because if I drink rum, I'm happy. Everybody else is happy and I'm a jokey good time. And, you know, I get apparently I get feely where I'm just like, I love you. Oh, no. <laughs> You're my best friend. It's rum. It's not touchy feely. No. Uh, tequila is where I'm like, I'll fucking murder your family. You call me Joe one more time. You're like, but that's your name. You're like, the fuck it is. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> so everyone, yeah, it's a little different. You ever watch someone get so drunk they try to fight a house? <laughs> I have watched two separate people get so drunk they tried to fight their own house. Oh, no. Uh, so... One of my friends, Joe, but not this Joe, uh, got crazy drunk off just like five different kinds of alcohol, hmm. bumped into the corner of his own house, and then proceeded to box <laughs> his own house. The house won. In case I, I was going to say, did the house win? Uh, every and time. Then, uh, house always wins. Yeah. <laughs> One time I was getting drunk with Charlie off uh, Tennessee Honey. Uh, Charlie is a United States Marine. I watched him get up out of his chair, bump into a door frame on the way out, look back at the door frame and go, the fuck? And then storm off. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I I usually, in my drunken escapades, uh, end up stealing things. That's that's like, I'll come home. I don't remember it. It's like, it's very fuzzy. And then I wake up and like, I'll walk out to like, I mean, it wasn't, I haven't been drunk in here yet that yeah. bad. So I haven't stolen anything for here, but like I would always come home at my parents' house and then I'd be like leaving for work or going to school or whatever. And I'd walk into the garage and I'm like, there are 14 traffic cones, <laughs> full size, not the cone cones, like the barrel ones. I'm like, did I, did I pick up a whole set of road work? <laughs> and then like, I'll be on my way, like driving. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, right there, right? That sure big line did. where, yeah, uh, those are, I own those now. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. So, um, oh, that did happen. Someone, someone, we got drunk and someone wanted to fight me. And I was like, could we, could we not though? Actually, this happened more than once. People like to try to fight me while I drink and they drink. I don't know, if, like, what constitutes people wanting to try to fight me when, People are drunk around me, but people were just like, I want to wrestle. And I'm like, I don't, is this like a sexual thing? Could we not? <laughs> like, what? what? And uh, we, we we would and whatever. And um, I am I am a dense person. Like, I am, I'm not super tall. I'm 5'9", but like, I am dense. So people try to wrestle me and I get a good base and it, it doesn't work. And then I'll either throw them places or roll and just land on them and be like, okay. Are we done now? Because oh I'm not going to lie. This is boring. And, um, yeah, someone tried to wrestle me uh, one time, and he got behind me to try to put me in a lock, and I threw him over my shoulder. And he was like 280, 290. Fucking hurled him. Used their momentum against him. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, me- I don't even know judo. Drunk me? Great judo. <laughs> judo master. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, my friends, instead of fighting things, they, they just take their clothes off. <laughs> my, my That's friends, a good way to stop fights. As as the night goes on, they just 
take their shirts off. I I don't know why or what it is. I had to stop doing that. We used to go to parties in, in high school, especially like pool parties. I would just end up somewhere in my underwear. Mm-hmm. No, never anything like weird or sexual, just like I would just like get changed after getting out of the pool and be like, boxes are enough. They weren't. <laughs> nope. But to don't you, do that. they were. <laughs> yeah. If you disrobe, robe. Re-robe. <laughs> Clothes come off. Clothes go back on, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't do not do that. Nobody thinks it's funny in the moment. Yeah. Funny to tell a story afterward, but no one's like, oh, that's Bronson. He always gets naked at parties. <laughs> my, uh, and my, that's what people learn about you first. <laughs> yeah. my, my friends we used to do in college, um, we used to have events called Kegmas. And it was us and about, it was me and like eh, six or seven other guys and we'd get a half keg Mm -hmm. and that's all there was to drink. Well, so are, cause this is where Americans fuck up with kegs is a half keg to you, a American full keg or is a half keg to you a quarter keg? Because that's what America calls half. Uh, Well, it's, (laughs) it's the half keg that you'd get if you buy like a, like the standard, Full-size keg. Like half-barrel kind of thing. Right. Because I know we, America, is not supposed to get real full kegs. Yeah. So by by default, America's kegs are half kegs. Yes. We I, get one of those. Yeah, the fucking math behind that just hurts my brain. Keg math sucks. It's so As stupid. someone who used to work at a liquor store, it I've fucking I've been sucks. trying to get one for the basement because I want to get a kegerator. And they're like, it holds... Uh, a half or a full, and then I have to go like read the fine print of like like American half or like European mm-hmm. half. <laughs> so we would always get kegs, and that was all there was to drink. And the goal is for all of us to finish the keg by morning. That's like what forty huh. cups, fifty at cups? least. Yeah. It's it's about a forty pack per person. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't I know f- how we did. I get full before I get drunk. We, there, there were a few times, the first couple times we did it, we actually were able to kill it. Mm. And then from that point on, we're like, guys, we're doing quarter kegs. <laughs> we just can't do it. Which we haven't had a keg miss in a while. Mostly because like half of us are married. Mm. Like, what does that stop <laughs> you feel from like partying? More of a reason. Um, cause we just have no time. Mm. It's always like, the oh symptom shit, is we got X, married, Y, and Z. Then. No, the, that's The fair. symptom is you became an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. It's sad. <laughs> I want to throw... You know what? Fuck it. On my birthday, I'm buying a keg. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. That's what we're doing. Great. Now I got to be party dad again. I just want to drink beer. <laughs> you get to watch me giggle all night. Joe, Joe, you, Joe, you don't have to steal that. This is your house, Joe. Uh, I'm fucking taking oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you He's live gone. here. He's <laughs> gone. Joe, if you're going to hide it, don't put it under the deck. Uh, <laughs> Why is he under the deck? <laughs> you're going to be real mad tomorrow when you go... I have to go back under and get that. <laughs> just hear in the background. <laughs> and then you see me in the corner just <laughs> the whole time. I usually play one of Joe's guitars. Not get, dun, dun, I don't get dun, giggly. Dun, 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 fuck. I'll just put the guitar hero out so at least you'll make noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I'm playing that song. Click, 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 click. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, bad uh bad times. <laughs> so, do we talk about I guess this would be like our last topic, the best racing maneuver of all time? Is it time? I think we have to. It's time. Video games became real life 
and I was literally screaming at my phone <laughs> when it happened. I I've never seen such an accurate personification of the command send it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He literally grabbed a gear. So let me preface this. This past Sunday, uh, the NASCAR's Cup Series race was at Martinsville Speedway. It's a half-mile, paperclip-shaped racetrack. It's very small. Top speed is maybe 120. You're getting down in the corners doing about highway speed. Laps were 8.5-ish seconds? Uh, Wow. Laps are about 18... Between 18 to 20 seconds, depending on fresh tires. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why that track looks so small. Because mm-hmm. it is. It's only half a mile. <laughs> um, True. So lap times are fairly quick, but it's a 500 lap race. Mm-hmm. This is the last race before the championship race. And NASCAR's playoff system, you need to have a fucking PhD to understand. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, the top 16 drivers make it to the playoffs. Mm. After three races, they cut off the bottom four. Mm. After the next three races, they cut off the bottom four. They're currently in the round of eight, and the top four go to the championship race, and those top four drivers have a chance to win the championship. Mm-hmm. Next, or this coming Sunday, the highest finishing driver of those four drivers wins the championship. Mm. The driver... I always wondered about that. So it's just, out of those four people, the highest place... It's literally the scenario from Cars in real life Um, where they go to the championship race in in Los Angeles and whoever wins that race wins the championship. That's real life. But there are like 25 cars racing. Yeah, there there are still all 40 cars. But the only ones that really matter are those four. Got it. But everyone still races. Everyone still collects points. They're all racing for fifth place, basically. Got it. um, Of the playoff drivers, everyone else is racing for... Uh, 17th. So if they don't, okay. like, get first place, say, like, the lead, one of the four people, is in, like, 12th place, but that's the closest one. They win? They win. It's wow. the highest finisher of those four. Interesting. Um, huh. With one lap to go, the driver, Ross Chastain, needed to pass one more car to lock himself into the, pl- into the championship race. He says over his, over the radio to his crew, how many more do I need? They said two. He goes, all right. <laughs> comes at it, comes at it the second corner, down the back stretch. You're shifting from third to fourth. Each of these cars have five gears. Normally, you shift from fourth down to third to go into the corner. He guns it, gasses it up, shifts up to fifth, and <laughs> rides the fucking wall around. To the point where he put on a lap record yeah. at the racetrack by running the outside wall. He did like what? That eight, was the fat. It, it was an 18.1. 18. 1. Yeah. And to the point the fastest lap in a stock car was a modified race car, different series of race cars, at an 18.2. Wow. And he, it wasn't even an 18.2. It was like 18.255. Yeah. And, and he did like he an 18.1.08 like or something. <laughs> he broke the track record, and that track has been open for 70, 80 years. Damn. By running the wall and fucking yeeting himself around. Yeah. The memes about it are amazing. They are. You don't got to break if nature's your break. <laughs> the storyline for that, he has had a feud with the 11 car all season. Mm. him and the 11 wrecked each other out multiple times. Wow. 
he it, the 11 car he beat by a nose across the line and that was the point that he needed to make it into the championship four to eliminate the 11 car Oof. and he beat him by like that much across the line because yeah. i was gonna say he needed to pick up one spot but he ended he up picking up, up five, five. <laughs> and the car that he finished behind wound up getting disqualified so if he didn't pull that move still the 11 would have been in and he would have been out oh. because of that disqualification. Yikes. Someone did the math. He pulled five and a half G's oh through God. that corner. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, took each car is, is set up with SMT data. It's sports marketing technology, I think it is. <laughs> Basically, what a name. It, it tracks throttle, G's, brake, everything. Like the NASCAR the black box. Race. Exactly. Yeah. He entered the corner 70 miles an hour faster than anyone else. <laughs> the entire race. <laughs> like, that's just how fucking absurd this move, this move was. I have driver audio that uh, the NASCAR channel put out on uh, TikTok and Instagram and all those. Oh, my God. The confusion on some of these other drivers. They're sitting there, like, calling, like, all right, car outside, coming to the checkered here. One what guy just fuck? goes, one guy literally just goes, all right, you got, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, Ross Chastain, the guy who pulled off this move, mm -hmm. one of his own, like car owners is Pitbull. Like, like Dolly, Mr. Worldwide. Okay, just checking. Pitbull mm. is the owner of that team. Huh. Huh. Which. How old is his driver? He is our age. That makes sense. Early 30s. That makes so much sense. And he grew up playing NASCAR 2005 and said that's in why, his interview. That's why it makes sense. <laughs> he goes, well, I tried it in NASCAR 2005 and it worked then. So why not? So I'll, I'm going to play some of the uh, the driver audio for you guys. I'm going to show you the video of it. Uh, this is from Chastain's car and showing the onboard camera of it. Ew. Grabs fifth there. That's the and wall. just sends it. Keep coming. Keep coming. Hang on, man. This is off the nine car. What in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? Oh, my God. Coming to the checkered flag. I can't believe what I just saw. Talk to me, boys. You made the transfer. You made the transfer, man. <laughs> that was f***ing ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Holy yeah. <laughs> no. Just yeah, seeing him fly around like that. Oh, it doesn't it didn't have the other incredible. one. There's a whole video of the other drivers' reactions. This yeah. one here. Holy yeah, that one. I guess it does work. I guess it does work. This is the oh best my thing. God. <laughs> Watch one rip in the outside wall of the fence. Holy <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure he got in with that. That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen to one time. <laughs> like aliens. That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. He was trying to play hold it wide open and go. He did it. That is insane. <laughs> <laughs> people doing that? Yeah, he got in the final four doing that. <laughs> Holy Come to check your gap for one. Come your bottom up off. The pause Word. made that. Like, just the fact that he was like, all right, yeah, cover the bottom. You got the 
What the <laughs> f- <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. He went on the bench and went wide open there. I don't know if he beat the... Yeah, he did. He beat the freaking... Beat the 11. He beat the 11. Two spots here. Gotta get him? Yeah, I gotta get him. Beat two. This is him? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he did just fucking send grabs fifth and just in. goes. Checkered flag. Nice and easy. Keep it up against the fence there. Nice and easy. Talk to me, boys. You made the transfer. Did, did this one the show the 11 man. audio? That was ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it probably shows that. That was wild, man. That was wild. Holy cow. Holy I like how they say cow. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> a lot of holy cow. Yeah, the, the one for the radio from <laughs> the, the 11 car was like a little bit sad. Yeah. He was like oh, disappointed. Yeah. He was like, well, guess guess he beat me. I did the best I could, guys. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's one of those moments where you feel so bad for him, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, eh. I can't <laughs> believe he fucking floored it. I didn't realize that that was going into the turn. Everyone else is slowing down. He's just like, yee. He's just like, oh, well, <laughs> I, I just love hearing the in car of him, you know, shifting up from third to fourth. And then where he should be breaking, he grabs Fifth gear, <laughs> just fucking yeet. What are you silly? Yeah. I'm still gonna send like, it. Like I used to, so I, I mean, I still have it. I gotta, I gotta fucking pull that game out. I have NASCAR '99, which I used to play all the time. Uh, me and my brother would play. I'd have him drive backwards. Oh yeah. And whoever, <laughs> whoever was in first place, you're not gonna be. And because uh, I wasn't good enough to get into first place, so we're just gonna. We're going to systematically, every lap, take care of one person in front of me. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I remember, like, always hitting the wall. And, like, if you hit it, or, like, even, like, Gran Turismo and stuff, you hit the wall at the right angle, and you get that good bounce, and all of a sudden you're doing, like, 40 miles an hour faster than you were. (laughs) It got so bad at that track in the games, they actually had to patch an invisible wall in. Because people would do that on a regular basis, and it would work. Mm. Huh. They actually had to put an invisible barrier where if you glide around the wall too much... It just spins. The game actually puts the wall out almost like a pinball bumper. Mm. You hit it, and it just like wrecks the shit out of your car. Oh. Just, just all of the games, or...? Re- in recent games, yeah. Mm. Like, within the last probably 10 years. Mm. Wow. That's wild. And one of the uh, one of the other drivers, uh, Chase Briscoe is his name. He that night he booted up like the new NASCAR game, <laughs> and he goes, "Well, if it worked for Ross, I might as well try it." <laughs> and he's playing, and he hits the invisible wall, and it sends him back across the track. And he's like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have found an inconsistency." He's got to but got to boot it up in eye racing, and like the way the sit like the way these NASCAR teams work. They will try anything. This guy also tried purposefully blowing the first corner at the Indianapolis road course, took the access road because it was actually the quicker way around. Mm. And NASCAR's like, no, you can't do that. And he was so like, that, show me in the fucking rules. So this time, <laughs> this time he actually stayed on the track and tried to do it and so at least and it worked. That. So he has a history of doing this shit. I would. Which I love. It's fantastic. <laughs> Show me where. <laughs> Show me where.
Show you me where I wasn't me in that to. goddamn rule book where it says <laughs> I can't do that. Which, fun fact, the NASCAR rule book is the only professional sports rule book that is not open open to the public. Yeah, which is a little bullshit, don't you think? Uh, it used only because it used to hide trade secrets. Mm. Like uh. it used to be like for all the Chevrolets, it's this rule set. For all the Fords, it's this rule set, just to make balance of power. Uh. But now it's all spec shit. So like yeah, everyone's no like, to... guys, open it up. I think media has access. So I would like to actually take a look at that just to see, but you even, are media. Like even NASCAR was just like, yeah, no, that's legal for now. I heard like, for now I heard there's like a handful of drivers that want it to become illegal. Presumably the number 11. Car. <laughs> so funny enough, he is not on that list. Really? There was one driver, uh, Kyle Larson was in the interviews like, yeah, you guys might think it's funny, but it's kind of embarrassing. And then the rest of the internet went, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> so fun fact. We want you to retire or else. <laughs> fun fact. About, <laughs> I would say, a month ago, he tried that move at a different <laughs> racetrack. Oh, boy. And it didn't work for him. Oh, boy. Which it I think is hysterical. Suck. It's like, no, NASCAR needs to outlaw that. Um, the one that was laughing <laughs> it didn't work in the for audio. Me. He's like, they should make a rule where if you hit the wall, you can't gain position. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And everyone's like, no, that's that's dumb. Let it be legal. It destroys your car. Yeah, right. You, you gotta can, keep an eye out for it. You can only do it once. <laughs> and also, the thing is, where he hit coming out of the corner is a crossover gate. Mm. So if he hit that at the wrong angle, he's not only getting the car sheared in half, he's also getting sent off the racetrack and opening the door to the outside world. Mm. Like... There have been wrecks where cars have hit, not specifically that gate, but crossover gates, mm -hmm. and they've literally exploded. Oh, damn! Like after the show, I gotta, I'll show you guys a video from early two thousands, late nineties, where one guy hit the crossover gate at a different track. His car literally split in half and exploded into a fireball. Mm. Damn! And it's happened multiple times. Well, so <laughs> yeah, that uh. So, yeah, video game moves do work in real life. Yeah. Who'd have thought it? Take that. Physics. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> so, I believe that is a good spot to end it. I do believe so, too. So. Mm, excuse me. I was, I'm trying to drink water. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. So, uh, like we said, we will be... Uh, playing some games tomorrow. It'll be yes. A Way Out Part 3. I'm excited. Or going to the trailer part. Part Trio. Hey. <laughs> Exploring the trailer park. Yeehaw. <laughs> That's right. We're going to a trailer park. <laughs> I think there's a seesaw we can play with. <laughs> oh, I, good. I think I'm going to sit on a seesaw. seesaw. Trailer park trio. <laughs> it's good. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wait. Wrong button. <laughs> no, no. You can't do another one now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> On that note. Uh, this has been Tabletop Trio. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure you check out all of our social medias, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tabletop Trio, or thereabouts with underscores and whatnot. Uh, so for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And now I'm even more tired. This is Tabletop Trio. Have yourself a fantastic week. We'll be back tomorrow with some A Way Out. Bonus nachos.